I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. We all know it's coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years and off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada, but it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds, is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So Go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci, 
We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me, for when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. 
The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn and now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
cerebrum has suffered massive and irreparable damage. You never know what has happened to him. Had I not been sure of this, I would not have permitted him to live. Where? Father? What happened? I need help. What is democracy? What is democracy? Got something to do with young men killing each other. When it comes to my turn, will you want me to go? For democracy, any man would give his only begotten son.
of dignity all its own. Fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Vlin. Hello, Patriots. What up, fuckers? How's everyone doing today? <sighs> I'm in pain again. So we're back to zero? We're back to zero. <laughs> Didn't even take a weekend. No. Zero it is. Zero is going to be the magical number. That would be the number of days it's been since I injured myself. Yourself. Right. So after my debacle in the chicken coop, what, two weeks ago? Last week. 
Was it last, was yeah. it only a week ago? It was only a week ago. Babe. No, 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 we, no, 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 no because ago. no, because um. No, you're right. You went ass over tea kettle last Friday. That's right. Yeah, because Fridays ago. Yeah, because 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 Sentence Seeker came and gave me a massage yep. last Sunday. Yep. Sunday, yep. and I did it prior yep. to that at the beginning of the week. Yep. So anyway, my arm was finally healing. Like the scab's gone. Today was the first day that my head wasn't tender when I touched it. I mean, I cracked my skull. Good. I watched that head bounce off that, that too much. It hurt for like serious. two weeks. Ooh. And uh and and my right hip stopped hurting. Like I didn't have to massage uh serious and cush cream into it every morning. I was like, sweet, I'm healing. This is awesome. And then I took the dogs for a walk. <laughs> And they were okay. I, I took them out and we went out early. Like literally, you know, the sun's been coming up later because it's that time of year. It was cold this morning. It was like 43 when we got up, which is, we're in Georgia. It's not supposed to be 43 ever. We're shit. Ever. We're so, shit. Anyway. Beautiful today. It was gorgeous. Yeah. I was it was a great day. So I, I took them out at like 730, right? I mean, literally the sun was really just coming up. And we went out and we went for our walk and they well, you were- took them before the show. Yeah, before before the good book. You didn't talk about this on the good book. No, I did. Uh, but well, then why are we talking? Because about only it like twenty five people watch the good book. Are you kidding me? Like more than that, yeah. watch it because by tonight, shit, I was looking at it earlier. You had like fucking three hundred, four hundred some odd views. Get anyway, the fuck out of here. Well, not nearly as many people watch the good book as watch this. So, so I, you know, I let the dogs run down the side yard. They had a good run. It was great. And then we went down the road and uh, down the causeway. And we get to the end of the causeway. We will return around and come back. And we're just about to turn around and we all saw each other at the same time. Old baby raccoon. He was like six months old. I mean, definitely born this year, probably his first expedition out by himself, right? Without the rest of the raccoon family. It almost ended too. And I saw the raccoon and the raccoon saw us and I felt the dogs see the raccoon. And I was like, Oh fuck, here we go. And that was it. Seamus took off. Annie took off. The two of them took off. I hung on for dear life, hung on to the leashes. They went into the woods and they stopped pretty quick because they caught the raccoon at the bottom of the nearest tree, which obviously was trying to go up and it was not fast enough. And I'm on my ass. They're dragging me like halfway into the woods on my ass. They finally stop. And so I start pulling them back and to give myself leverage to stand up. And I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm like, Annie, Seamus, no, right? I'm pulling on them. So I'm dragging myself backwards and pulling the dogs out of the woods and Seamus comes pretty easy. And I drag Annie out cause she's got a big harness on her. And this fucking raccoon is hanging off of her tail, literally hanging off her tail, terrified, scared to death. And I'm like, get the fuck off my dog. I don't know what to do. I kicked it. Cause I'm like, I don't know what else to do. Um, I don't want to touch it. Like I don't want to grab it anyway. So I kicked it. It went scampering back into the woods and so did the dogs. <laughs> I could have told you that I'm was going like, to happen. Motherfucker. I, was, I started screaming again. And then the raccoon jumped into the water and the dogs were like, nope, we're not going in there. And, uh, and it looked at me with these sad, pathetic eyes. And then it's like, why can't you control your big ass dogs? I almost died. I was like, I'm sorry, little you raccoon. You should have. <laughs> the fact that Seamus left uh, it alive is amazing. Seriously. Because Seamus is no normally the one to pick him up and throw him around. And he thinks he's just playing. But when he's playing, he's killing things. He's like, what's that? Uh, what was that? Uh, the book with George. Uh-huh. 
you know the book I'm talking about? Yeah, and he had the little bunnies, and he killed them all, and they were in his arms, and then he killed the little girl, and they were going to kill him. Yeah. It was back during the Depression. It was based yeah, in the yeah, Depression. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the name. Um, fuck, what the hell's the name? I, I Fuck, they made a movie about it. George Clooney was in it. Yeah. Anyway, y'all know what we're talking about. Someone popped the name out there. Um. But yeah, so now my left hip hurts. <laughs> so uh, the, the green mile. Well, no, that was no, the that no, was, that's not it. But that that it. was close. Of mice and men. That's mice it, Lindsay. Men. Thank you. Thank you that there's another educated person in here. There Thank you, go. Mikey boy. Yes. Of, of mice, mice and, and men. men. Yes. That's what Seamus does with little animals. He thinks he's playing with them and he fucking kills every single one of them. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten a hold of the cat yet. He wants to. He yes, loves the cat. It is Lenny from Mice and Men, John and OKC. And Lenny would sit there and just pet the rabbits, but he's petting them so hard he's fucking killing them. That's Seamus. Seamus pet shit. He licks shit so hard he kills it. He was licking a moth the other day and the moth fucking <laughs> dead. Anyway. Uh, yeah, my ass does hurt because I was drug on it. I hit the concrete first on my left hip. So my right hip feels better. My left hip hurts now. <laughs> Not my fault. And these idiots, because I lost so much weight that, especially in the mornings, like my rings are real loose on my fingers as I drink water throughout the day. You know, I swell up a little bit and they fit better. But first thing in the morning, um, so the leashes like drug my wedding ring around my diamond and it tore up the inside <laughs> of my pinky finger. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So that was my morning. And then I went and made antennas, a bunch of them. I just worked all day. I was at a commercial job, so yeah. I couldn't do shit. I didn't even get to listen to Leanna this morning. I was pissed. Yikes. But she had a good show too. Wow. Folks. <laughs> I, I've noticed Everybody is, um, we were, I was listening. I did listen to a little bit of the normal talking heads during the day. And what I did hear, the little bit I could hear, um, everybody's saying the same shit we are. Iran's behind it and they need to turn the entire Middle East into a glass parking lot. No. It's yes. Faked. Yes and no. The Israeli government did this shit on purpose? Yes. Yeah. That is what is every, everybody said. We got to that conclusion yesterday afternoon after we got done with most of the bulk of the bullshit. I mean, thank Especially God with Kevin's video, you know, thank God that we, we got through most of that shit yesterday that we don't have to play it again tonight. There's nothing else though. No, there's nothing new. No, I mean, there's nothing else. Did, have you heard, did you hear anything about Ukraine today? No, no. Did you hear anything about Congress today? No. Or the Senate? Nope. No. You want to know why? Cause it's all the Israeli war. Yep. That's it. It's all their constant. Why the news cycle flipped? News cycle flipped entirely. We're, we're in a 45 second news cycle now. Mm -hmm. Everything is 45 seconds or more. So, uh, I, I mean, I have like a couple clips of, I think I have one of RFK who's now gone independent. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, you know what the, you know what the scary thing is, is I think they did that because they want to, I, I think RFK did that on purpose. What? Went independent? Yeah. Cause look, Folks, I'm going to be serious with you. I did the espionage shit for a minute in the army. Yeah, you did. Okay. If I could tell you the number of, you know how many times you find out about spies in America? 
working against the American government when we fail. When the people that are supposed to catch the spies fail, mm -hmm. that's when you hear about it. Yeah. For instance, you all don't know half of the shit I've seen. This does not surprise me. This story leaked from the Washington Times. Um, actually, it was the Tablet Magazine. <laughs> high-level Iranian spring, uh, high-level Iranian spy ring busted in Washington D.C. This was on October first. The Biden administration now suspected an Iran envoy, Robin. Uh, Robert Malai helped to fund, support, and direct Iranian intelligence operation designed to influence the United States and its allied governments, according to a trove of purloined Iranian government emails. The emails, which were reported by the veteran Wall Street Journal correspondent Jay Solomon, bullshit, writing in a semaphore, and by Iran Motor International, the London-based Emirates opposition outlet, which is most widely read independent viewers, viewers and sources inside Iran, uh, were published last week after being extensively verified over a period of several months by two outlets. So wait a minute. You mean to tell me Jay Solomon, who works for the Wall Street Journal, knew that that shit happened like two weeks ago and now that's just getting reported today? Hmm. Sounds weird. Well, it got reported. They showed that Mali had helped nine days ago, eight days ago. It showed that Mali had helped to infiltrate the Iranian agent of influence named Iran Tarabi into some of the most sensitive positions in the U.S. government. First, the U.S. State Department, now the Pentagon, where she has been serving as chief of staff for the Assistant Secretary of Defense for Spe Special Operations, Christopher Mayer. On Thursday, Mayor told Congressional Committee that the Defense Department is actively looking into whether all law and policy were, was properly followed by granting the Chief of Staff top-secret special compartmentalized information requirements. The emails, which were exchanged over a period of several years between the Iranian regime and diplomats and al analysis, show that Tabati was a part of a regime propaganda unit set up in 2014 by the Iranian Foreign Ministry. The Iran Experts Initiative, or the IEI, tasked operatives drawn from the Iranian disposal communities to promote Iranian interests during clerical regimes negotiations with the United States over nuclear weapons program. Something headed up by none other than Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Biden. And then they sent a whole bunch of pallets of cash to Iran just as this was going on. Through several of the IEI operatives, and others named in the emails have sought to portray themselves as social media and as having engaged in the regime and they're sought to, uh, in capacity as academic experts or in order to promote a better understanding between the United States and Iran. None has questioned the veracity of the emails. Mm. That means the emails are real. Mm. That means Iran was working here in the United States for the past year driving our Western political influence throughout the world for their goal to get the money back in the nuclear deal mm -hmm. so that they can fund the attack against Israel. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden played right into it. Mm -hmm. And now he refuses to pull back the $6 billion that he just guaranteed mm -hmm. to them. Mm -hmm. How's that today? So did this start from the inside? Absolutely. Yeah. Did this start from the United States? More than likely. And more than, not more than likely. This has been going on for a year, as we found out yesterday. As we, look, 
All you pundits out there who say, oh, well, I've spent time. You have not spent time in the fucking Middle East, you faggot. I should have a goddamn passport for every Middle Eastern country because I've spent as much time there as I've spent here in the U.S. So don't tell me that you've been over there once for two hours and you drove down the road talking to some dude who started calling Jews dogs. Don't give me that shit, faggot. You're a homo. I've got a passport to the goddamn Middle East. I've killed more of them than you have. Stop with this bullshit. They are savages. There is a reason why we refer to the Middle Eastern people as savages. It is not a fucking joke. They don't value life the same way that we do. Their idea is life is a bullet. Honestly, I think we overvalue life, but that's just me. This shit... I, I'm tired of hearing the oh, I was I was in I was in the Middle East. I was going from 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 fucking Jordan to Petra. Good. You're a faggot. You still don't know what you're talking about. You've never fought these people. Until you stood on the other side of an AK-47 assault rifle, you ain't never fought these motherfuckers. Now you're standing on the other side of an M4. That's even worse. Our weapons are killing Israelis. Yep. How does that feel? U.S. weapons, M4s, 249s, 240s, M60s, 30 cal- Browning 30 caliber machine guns. Where did they get all that shit, Mick? Oh, that was all the shit that we left over from fucking Afghanistan. Yeah. Hey, guess what? The Afghanistan, the Taliban was in Washington, D.C. a month ago. Mm-hmm. Sitting there talking to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me that they didn't, they failed to mention, oh, we gave about 12 pallet loads of weapons to Iran. Yeah, they failed to mention that. Apparently. I, I, I say bullshit. I say the United States knew this was coming mm-hmm. and they did nothing. So did the Israelis. So did the Israelis. Yep. And they did nothing. Yep. So Israel, if you think your government's lying to you, they are. America, if you think that your government's lying to you, they are. Scotland, if you think your government's lying to you, they are. Hey, Britain, if you think your government's lying to you, they are. Remember what Clary said yesterday? That London, London, London was basically thing. a powder keg yeah. because um, Sunak was flying the Jewish flag, the Israeli yeah. flag from 10 Downing Street. How about New York City? And it Well, hold on, but you know, it, London has become a Muslim city. Yep. It really has. This happened yesterday, right basically after the show, this clip came out. Check this shit out. This, this is in London. In the UK. You got Israelis and Palestinians fighting each other. This is awesome. Please let the Israeli, let them have it. I mean, it's almost like they're dancing, but they're fighting. Look, she's about to hit that dude with her slippers. That's a good Muslim woman right there. This is where? In the UK. I see a lot of American flags. I really don't understand what the deal is with the American flags. I don't know. Because we ain't got nothing to do with this. This is between, this is seriously between Iran and fucking, did we probably know what was going on? Yeah. But guess what? So did Israel. Yep. They are. I All I heard this morning on the news when I left for work, this is Israel's 9-11. Four, 44 times before I left for work, I counted them. 
44 fucking times. Well, this is Israel's 9-11. Wait a minute. If this is Israel's 9-11, our 9-11 was full of shit. Your 9-11 is full of shit. I'm sorry. That that clip, that first one was the ugh, labeled incorrectly. That was in Kirkland, Washington. Even better. Yeah. Because I've got the same clip down here from Matt XRP and it's Kirkland, Washington. Don McCray labeled it wrong. There's one I saw this morning in particular, though, that I grabbed and I want to pull because it is, I think it's this one. Uh, no, maybe not. Because the dude was talking about it being 10 9-11s. Ah, I think it's this one. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Okay, that was very weird. What the f I have no I have no remove idea. that, please. I can't. Remove. Yeah, it's nothing. All right, watch. What the fuck is this? I have no idea. All right, well. That's so weird. That is very weird. Okay. No, it's not there. I got it. Well, go present it. Okay. So weird. All right. Okay, this is this. All right, we begin with this. Fox News alert. Explosions and sirens heard in Jerusalem moments ago. You just saw the video. As long-range missiles are fired towards the central part of the country. Our own Trey Yinks just posted a video of himself amidst the chaos. Huge rocket barrage just targeted the city of Ashdod. We saw multiple impacts across this heavily populated area. We took cover next to a building, but you could see the rockets coming off the Gaza Strip and slamming into buildings in this community. More than 700 people in Israel have been murdered by Hamas terrorists since the war began, including at least four Americans. Yeah. Israel now ordering a complete siege of Gaza, not letting food, electricity, or fuel in the territory. And that is where we stand on this Monday morning. Benjamin Hall joins us right now from our European newsroom with the very latest. Benjamin. Lawrence, Steve, Brian, Izzy, good morning. Yes, Trey still there right at the front, seeing more of those rockets coming in from Gaza. What we're also hearing is that in the last couple of hours, the IDF, that's the Israeli Defense Forces, have finally retaken all the towns along the Gazan border. That is about two days that some of these Hamas terrorists have managed to hold on to some of these towns. And we know that for a while they were controlling villages. They were going door to door. They were killing families. And some of the images coming out of those villages have been simply horrific. Uh, as we also heard, the Israelis have now completely blockaded Gaza. And uh, the Israeli Defense Force has come out with a statement saying that they have ordered a complete blockade of the Gaza Strip. They've even said that there will be no electricity, no food, no fuel. Everything is closed. We are fighting human animals and we will act accordingly. 
But the next step is going to be very, very difficult, and that's because of all the prisoners, uh, the hostages that are being held right now by Hamas. There are at least 100 people, including women, including children, toddlers, elderly people being held captive inside Gaza, inside the tunnels. And you see some of the images of them, and you can imagine the atrocities that they are seeing right now. And what this does is it adds a very different complication to the next step. We know that there are 100,000 Israeli forces getting together. They are planning on going into Gaza, but it is very complicated because of the prisoners that are being held right now. In the past, when, is, when Hamas took Israeli prisoners, they would often do a prisoner exchange. In 2007, they exchanged almost over a thousand Palestinian prisoners for one Israeli soldier. Well, Hamas now has around 100, maybe over 100, including some Americans. So it does look like a prisoner exchange for the moment is not going to happen. Instead, Israel has said it is going to go in. It is going to annihilate Hamas as best as it can, but it's going to be difficult. For a while, the Israelis have stayed out of Gaza. Despite all the rocket attacks over the last few years, they knew how dangerous it is to go into Gaza. That's because they know it will be full of booby traps. It will be rigged. They will be facing an urban fight. And so now, finally, they've decided that they have to do it. Uh, one of the big issues, I think, on a bigger scale is perhaps whether or not Iran was involved. We know Iran supports Hamas. It gives them weapons. It trains them. It gives them money. But what we heard earlier today from the Wall Street Journal was that they have evidence that Hamas and Hezbollah, they say their senior leaders, did meet with Iranian security officials in Beirut on Monday and that they gave the green light for this attack to go ahead. The Wall Street Journal said this. They said, officers of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps had worked with Hamas since August to devise the air, land, and sea incursions, the most significant breach of Israel's borders since the 1973 Yom Kippur War, those people said. So if that is confirmed, and yesterday Secretary Blinken said that there was no intelligence that the U.S. had yet, although he did acknowledge that... Um, that uh, the Iranians were supporting Hamas, well, that opens up a whole different scenario, a scenario where Israel may feel the need to retaliate against Iran for the death of 700, maybe more, of its own citizens. And if that happens, we could see Hezbollah coming down from the south. Hezbollah have stayed back for the moment. They have launched some rockets, but into some very uh, unpopulated areas, so they haven't entered properly. But this is on the border right now, and there's every fear that this could escalate into a really regional dramatic war. But for now, the focus really is on getting in, saving those hostages and annihilating Hamas as best they can, getting rid of all military emplacements they have. This isn't going to be days. This isn't going to be weeks. This is going to be months ahead. And it has changed Israeli policy towards them. In the last few years, there had been more Gazans coming out uh, of Gaza. They had been 20,000 a day. Things were considered to perhaps be getting better. That's been reversed. The policy moving forward is going to be a strict and a stern one. And so we wait to see exactly uh, how that's going to play out. Look, no matter what, no matter what happened, I, I still can't forget what took place in 1973. I, I got you. Israel was cutting off food to fucking the Gaza Strip long before. 1973, we stepped into a war. The United States did. Everybody remember that? Probably not, because most of you probably weren't alive, and the ones that were probably didn't even realize, like I did, what the fuck was going on. We stepped into it. In 73, we stepped into it. We stepped into it, and we told Israel to stop. We should never have stepped into that. We should, have, we should have let Israel do their fucking job. That's the point. 
We pushed this off till now. It was only, folks, they have been fighting there for thousands of years. It doesn't matter what we do. We are not bringing peace and stability to that region. They have been fighting there for thousands of fucking years. They ain't going to stop anytime soon. The shit we got to be worried about, England, UK, US, France, Germany, Spain. Because of this bullshit, because of this lefty-leaning, loosey-goosey, we got to accept everybody. This is what we have to worry about now. Think about your borders, folks. UK, US, Scotland, England. What borders? How many Iranians are already in your country? How many Iranians have come across the southern border? What are they waiting to do to us? Let me tell you something. When I go to work from now on, this is going with me. Oh, you mean the ones that um, have been given apparently UN debit cards? Yes. Yes. Those are the ones I'm talking about. This is what I'm carrying with me to work from now on. You want to know why? Because I want to know why I can get back home. I want to know that I can smoke any fucking fool coming at me. And if you're not doing this, if you can't, you better find somebody with a lot of guns. Cause guess what? I can't hold all the guns. I got to shoot. If you can't own a gun, you better get your ass to my house so you can hold my, one of mine. That's why we have boys. Folks, I, I'm telling you, this is no joke. Our Southern border has been wide open, wide open for the last three years. All right. Let's put it this way. Israel. Israel, Iran has been sending every single one of their fighters across our southern border. What do you want to bet we have active cells right now, right here, right now in the U.S.? They don't do this shit unplanned. They've been planning this shit for a fucking year. If they've been planning this shit for a year, they've been planning what they're going to do to us here in the U.S. and you guys in the U.K. for a very long time. Oh, look, Mark's threatening to uh, sick his family on me again because he's too much of a fucking pussy to stand on his own two feet. And he's got to get daddy and sissy to come behind him and clean up his messes when he talks himself into a fucking grave. Please mute his ass. I'm so fucking done with him. Thank you. We normally don't do that, but I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm done with him. All right. Whatever. The point is, is folks, we have got to protect ourselves here. If you're not doing that, you got to. You got to think about this. Just, you you got to yeah. think about this for a hot minute. You really do. You got to think about this for a hot minute. This is no joke. This is stupid. It's so simple. We can fix it, but we've got to protect ourselves and we've got to protect everybody around us. Griff, that was just a nine millimeter in a Roni shell. That's it. That's it. It's a nine millimeter in a Roni shell. But it gives you a shoulder-fired weapon that fits compactly in your car. I, I'm not going to drive around with something I can't stick in my shoulder and kill people with. That's not going to happen. I, I'm dead serious. This is this is too simple. We can... F we got to get rid of our current government. Anyway, yes, next we one. do. Because this All is... Right, well, they're just going to run their the next. The end of this, fine. I'll... I'll what... Fast forward to wherever you yeah, want to go. Yeah, I, I don't even fucking know. Anyway, because it's just it's he laid, Kilmeade in the. I know. And the the morning. And I group. fucking hate Kilmeade, but he laid it out that this is like based on the per capita 
the population of the United States versus the population of Israel. The number of people that were killed by Hamas, the number of Israeli citizens, is the equivalent of 10 9-11s here in the United States. No. Per capita, because there's 330 million people in the United States and 3,500 were killed on 9-11. And there's, I don't know, 18 million people or whatever in Israel and a thousand have been killed so far. So if you, if you work it out, that I guess way, if you work the math out, exactly. Yeah, percent, like that. percentage wise per capita, they said it's the equivalent of 10 9-11s <clears throat> for Israel. 10. And they're pissed. Well, think about it. The West Bank, um, as about them starving them out, look, they're going to do it now. Now they're going to do it for good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Now they're going to fuck them up. Well, and the thing is, you know, I was listening to uh, PCP after Liana because she actually cut out early so that everyone can go because Pete's back. I guess he's out of the hospital and feeling better. Good. Yes. Good to hear. Yes. I didn't. I missed that. Yeah. Good. So Pete Welcome back, back this Pete. afternoon. Um, but as they were saying, you know, they've been fighting over the Gaza Strip for millennia because it is the most valuable piece of land in that entire area. Right? Not really. No, that's... It's kind of a great shithole. It's a melting pot. I've been there. It's a melting pot. After the Beirut war and everything else that took place down there, that whole fucking place down there is... is The rest, the West Bank is shit. When you move north of the West Bank or west of the West Bank into mm -hmm. the desert, mm -hmm. you actually see the nice Israel, Israel, the... The, the really nice towns where everything looks green and lush and, and full of life. You move into the West Bank, it's like going in the hood. So the Gaza Strip is? The hood. Okay. It's like rolling down anywhere and right now. So why do they give a shit about it? In the Bronx. It's like fighting over Brooklyn. Over, yeah, it's like fighting over well, Brooklyn. Well, no, because why? it's a part of Israel. Mm -hmm. The Gaza Strip is a part of Israel. So the Israelis, Israelis claim, they claim that, that it's theirs. God yeah. gave it to them. The Muslims claim it's theirs. God gave it to them. Which God? Because we got two different gods that you're talking about. It's actually the same God, but okay. It, anyway. It's retarded. It's it's stupid. But look, what we've got to do right now, if we're smart, it which we're not, nobody is. Whether you're in Europe or in the U.S., it doesn't matter. Everybody's stupid. When it comes down to splitting peas, dead serious on this. Think about this for a second. This is a simple... This is a simple choice. We either let Israel do Israel's thing or we get involved again. And this time when we get involved, we're really fucked because we don't have the troops to do it. No. We don't have the standing army to do it. We don't have the time to go down to Israel to spend the next 10 years in Israel helping them fuck up Hamas or go after the West Bank and secure the West Bank for them. That's, that's the truth of it. We don't own, we don't have the money. We don't possess the stockpile of weapons because we've already given them out. We gave them to Afghanistan. <sighs> you know, 90% of the weapons that we were given to Afghanistan were so old. I was even amazed. We still had them. I've never, I had never fired a Browning 30 caliber machine gun until I was in Afghanistan. <laughs> and I fired my first Browning 30 caliber machine gun there. Isn't that from like the civil war? That's no. World War II. Good try okay. now. But still, we had so many. We had so many Browning machine guns sitting around in stock that we gave them to the Afghanis. Those are now being used in Israel. Texas Trout says we don't need another 20-year war in the Middle East that ends up in a nothing burger of complete shit. Exactly. That is what they Why want. was I there? 
That's what they want. I bet we do get involved because we want to keep this war machine going. Ukraine, Ukraine's a bust, right? We lost in Ukraine. That's well, we never entered Ukraine. Yeah, so. bullshit. That was a proxy war. We did enter Ukraine and we lost. Our weapons went there. Our munitions went there. Our advisors went there and we fucking lost. And everything that we left there is now in the hands of Hamas. Well, that's you could say the same thing about Vietnam. Absolutely. I mean, the same shit was true about Vietnam. Absolutely. We lost there too. How long did that take? 10 years. So Ukraine was a short stint and they lost quick. They had to start another war ASAP. And here it is. Right. What better than Israel and Iran or Israel and Hamas, or Israel and Palestine, Israel and anybody? Because that's been going on forever. And they can keep it going on forever in the media. Well, they have been. And that's part of it. And, you know, you remember our big bitch about Ukraine at the beginning? And we were like, it's it's fake. They're using all this fake footage mm -hmm. and, you know, like shit coming out of video games and stuff like that. Yep. What if I told you they're doing the exact same thing now? Wouldn't Israel? surprise me. Here you go. Wouldn't fucking surprise me in the slightest. Check this shit out. I was scrolling on social media last night, something caught my attention, and it was the fact that media offices and media buildings were being targeted in Gaza. And you can clearly see October 7th, there's the date right there. Here's the video footage that came up about this entire media explosion. This looks again like a controlled demolition, which I talked about yesterday, if you want to go to my page and see that. But lucky for me, they left the media headline right here. So all I did to fact check this was put this headline into Google, okay? And here it is, how Israel bombed a Gaza media tower. Again, why are we targeting the media towers? That's the part that caught my attention to begin with. But then look over here at the date. The 15th of May of 2021. Why are we reusing footage from an old demolition and saying that it's from this war? Now, maybe this up here could explain something like that, but this is the tower from this news article. So... <laughs> Seeing all the fireworks and controlled demolitions from yesterday, what do you guys think about all of this? Let me know down hey, below. Do me a favor. Go backwards to that part that she had the Arabic writing out there. Just let me read it real quick because I think I read something that kind of is good for her because she actually said it. And I think it is right. Oh, I hate it when it does that. Uh, it does this all the time. I know. Hold on. Let it load. Let it think about it. All right, let's do this because you know it likes to play again. Nope. Hold on. We're gonna oh, do this something. sucks. No, we're going to do something. We're, we're going to just do it. Reload it? Yeah, exactly. Well, take us off. Or put us. Yeah, there you go. Are you kidding me? Seriously? What's wrong with you, computer? You've never done this before. This is literally the first time you've ever done this. All right, get out of this. Like, bring us back up and just close it out and bring up the same window again. Yeah, I will. It's fucking annoying. It is. Live production. That's how it goes. Oh, 
I was scrolling on social media last night. Something caught my attention, and it was the fact that media offices and media buildings were being targeted in Gaza. And you can clearly see about October 7th. There's the date right there. Here's the video footage that came up about this entire media. That was May 21st, 2021. That's what the writing says. They took out the media tower. Israel took out the media tower. May 21st, 2021. Yes. That's what that says. Mm-hmm. Or the international media. I can't see behind the fucking head. Emoji, yeah. But it looks like the international. Because it, it's international right here. And then it's media. And then that says right here starts tower. And then here is Israel and death to the Jews. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, then. So, got to make you wonder. They're reusing old footage just like they did in Ukraine. Hmm. Interesting. Um, what does that tell you? Is there really a war going on in Israel? I believe there is. I believe there is. I think we've seen enough we've civilian footage to people in and we've, Israel. Yes. And we've been talking to people in Israel. But it is weird how they're using who started it and what's going on. Hmm. Hmm. Questions. Lots. Of, see, this is the bad part about this. Look at all this. Like we have all these questions now. We have all these questions about, you know, the U.S. government sucks so bad at the Ukraine war that they left us all wondering for months. Mm -hmm. Is there really a war going on? We all sat there and said, is there a war going on in Ukraine? Because we didn't believe there was. We were just willy-nilly sending money over like it was a free bank card for fucking uh, dipshit to spend over there. But we never saw any returns. We saw some fighting, but then we saw a lot of video footage, stock video footage from other shit. There was no actual video footage of fighting on the ground. Here, they're doing the same thing. This is horrible. You're, you're using, unless the only possibility that it could be is that somehow the Muslims got enough money and they built that tower back up. But how does it look exactly like it did on May 21st, 2021? That's my, how did they make it look exactly like it did, including the, the air around it? It was a perfectly clear sky. I mean, do they have cloudy days in his, yes, I've been there. It rains there. Not, not a lot, not a lot, but it does rain occasionally. They have cloudy days. They have sandstorms just like anywhere else in the Middle East. You mean to tell me each time that they took those pictures, it was that perfect in the sky? Bullshit. Bullshit. Hmm. Well, yeah, at least we're not getting crashed uh, Empire ships from a video game this time. True. True that, John. Star Wars ships sitting in Ukraine roadways. No shit. True that, John. Although there, there was some footage going around of um, some helicopters shooting it whatever supposedly hamas and someone was like man that looks like it's right out of a video game and then someone else pulled up the screenshot of the video game and said it, it is. is yeah so or or there's there's another possibility of this there is one more possibility of this okay let's be honest people in the biz in journalism the journalists they ain't as good as what they think they are Oh, no, they reuse old footage all the time. They think you fuckers are stupid. Yep. They'll use footage, footage. from a video game yeah. to make you think, oh, yeah, this is going on right now. Why? Because it adds clicks to their website. Right. It adds papers sold. It adds magazines sold. It equals revenue. 
So they will use that shit to push their newspaper out, even though they are full of shit because they have no pictures on the ground in Israel right now. Is this a possibility that the news stations are just used? It is possible because we know all of the major news media companies fucking lie to you. Yep. So if they're going to fucking lie, they're going to do everything in their power to seem like they're first on the spot. They're the, they're the guys with Johnny on the spot. I'm there with all the troops and I got the photos and the videos to when they don't, they don't have anybody on the ground. Nope. Right now, Fox news is about the only people I think was somebody on the ground. And I don't even know if CNN and CBS and NBC are even allowed in the country, to be honest with you. True. Because the, um, IDF and the Muslim, or the Muslim, the um, Israeli ISI, their their secret security special. They hate CNN, they hate NBC, and they hate CBS hmm. because they've lied so much about them. And it's crazy too because they're all owned by Jews, Kazarians probably, Different but Jews. still owned by Jews. Weird. Different Jews. So uh, Joseph McBride, um, Joey McBride, he's a uh, defense attorney for a lot of J6ers. And he put this out. Let me blow that up so people can read it. Hey, I'm talking to my source in the IDF Special Forces. Update. There is going to be a huge retaliation. Over 100,000 Israeli soldiers are already on the border with Gaza. It is estimated that Israel will enter Gaza with 250,000 soldiers and completely destroy Hamas. Thousands more will die on both sides. But this time, the feeling in Israel is there is no other choice. Read from this point down only if you want to read an Israeli take on the conflict. People forget that Israel initially gave Gaza its freedom when Yasser Arafat and the PLO were in charge. At that time, there was no blockade of Gaza and no settlements in Gaza. They were all ripped out by the Israelis. Then Hamas took over Gosha by force, killing all the PLO representatives and declaring that even though they got Gaza as they wanted, they would not rest until Israel was destroyed and all the Jews were killed. Most of the Western world, despite propaganda cries, remembers these facts. There is no oppression in Gaza. All they need to do is accept Israel's existence and then the blockade will be lifted. People also forget that Gaza's biggest border is Egypt, both land and sea. Egypt also imposes a blockade on Gaza because it was discovered that Hamas was planning terrorist actions in Egypt. People should understand that it is not only Israel. Only last week, Israel opened the border with Gaza and allowed thousands of people from Gaza to cross into Israel every day to work and get very high salaries compared to what they make in Gaza. It now turns out that they used this opportunity to put sleeper cells with weapons in Israel. These people are now walking around Israel killing civilians. People from Gaza will never be let into Israel again, just like Egypt doesn't let them come into Egypt. There is a big gap between reality and propaganda. At the end of the day, the children of Gaza suffer. They're being brainwashed to hate, ensuring they will never have a future as professionals, doctors, engineers, and other academics, which they badly need to build their country. The Israelites want peace. When Anwar Sadat agreed to peace with Israel, we gave him everything he wanted back. We Israelis are such suckers. Offer us peace and we'll give you everything. Joe, if you asked me, and you know that would be Joe McBride, who he's talking to. If you ask me, and you know very well that I'm not a radical, it seems that the Palestinians never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. Netanyahu's government was about to be kicked out in the next election. And now everybody in Israel has become more extreme because of this. Hamas just puts the process back another 50 years. 
The West Bank is clearly a different story because Israel violated agreements with the Palestinians. The Palestinians were initially asked 2,500 settlers there. Many Israelis said, accept the settlers and end it there. Now you have almost a half a million settlers and half of the Israeli military command lives in the settlements and Israeli towns in the West Bank. The Palestinians in the West Bank have a fair claim, in my opinion, according to the Oslo Accord. But if they had just accepted 2,500 settlers, they would not be dealing with 500,000 today. Somebody in the background wants to keep the Palestinian problem alive, which is the reason that the Arabs in the West Bank and Gaza cannot get any Arab passport. Many Palestinians desire passports from Arab countries so they can leave the West Bank and Gaza. The Arab League insists on keeping them as refugees. On the flip side, Arabs living in Israel have all have Israeli passports. They're well-educated, have two kids on average per family, and are involved in all aspects of Israeli society. 50% of the doctors in the Israeli hospitals are Israeli Arabs. Those Arabs don't want to mix with the Palestinian Arabs in Gaza or the West Bank. In recent years, Israeli Arabs started join, joining the Israeli military. That's how good it's been. Unfortunately, it seems like Hamas wants to kill everybody. So. Look, all it takes is one to fuck it up for everybody else. That's it. That's it. And right now, you've got one that's fucking it up for a whole clan of people. And let me tell you something. They're, they're about to get their shit pushed in. That's what's about to happen. Israel's about to go in there. They're already in there. They've already entered with 250,000 soldiers. They've already cleared, taken back all of the towns on the border. Next, they're loading up, going into the strip. That's going to be some shit. That's going to be the same thing. Haditha um, and um, was it uh, Awahi out, out west in Iraq? Um, it was Haditha was the big firefight for us. And then when we fought to retake... Um, not Kabul. No, no, west of uh, Baghdad. Um, Alawahi. No, yeah, but it's called something else. It's um, fuck, I can't remember the name. The Marines were there. They did house to house. They were clearing. It, it was during the Chris Kyle event. Yeah, when they were there clearing house. That's that's a cumbersome, and that requires a lot of soldiers. And let me tell you something: uh, a lot of soldiers get killed in that. Because you're going house to house, room to room. You are clearing rooms. You are clearing individual establishments. And as you're clearing, there's all sorts of hiding places in there for those fuckers to get shots off and get soldiers killed. This is going to be this is going to be a long fought, hard fought fucking struggle that the Israelis got to go through. But the one thing I like is fuck them. They 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 basically said that. They basically just said fuck them. Look, you fuck around. Now it's time to find out and understand that all Bibi Netanyahu has to do is stamp his feet and he has 250,000 soldiers ready to go. Because every Israeli citizen is a trained soldier with a weapon already. Required to fight. Every single one. At the age of 18, they have to serve at least three years in the military. Every man and woman, yep. every Israeli citizen, every Jewish Israeli citizen. The Arabs have the option to join the military and a lot of them do. Why wouldn't you? You live there. You live amongst yep. them. Exactly. You fight for your neighbors. It's what you do. Yep. So. This shit is. 250,000 soldiers going through Gaza. That will not take them long to organize. They're already there. And they are pissed. It's going to get ugly. We just got to get ready for it. Because whatever happens in Israel is going to spill out. 
over into the streets of America, into the streets of Britain, into the streets of Scotland, into the streets of the UK. It's going to be in Germany. It's going to be in France. It's going to be all over the world. We're already seeing it here in America. We're already seeing it in the UK. I saw it in London this morning. You guys are already having riots about it. Yep. Think about this shit is not good. You do not have a majority of your people in the country. Your majority right now is Arab or Muslim. And don't get me wrong. Most Muslims are God-fearing people. They believe in God, which is part of my requirement is that you believe in God. I don't care what God you believe in is that you believe in him. Because it tells me you have a moral virtue that a lot of people don't. But that is a scary proposition that right now we could have anywhere between 10 and 15 cells on American soil. Let's not forget about what could be in Britain. That's a what, low number. I think we have more than that. No, they're, they're, the one I saw was estimated. And then Britain and the UK, who knows what you guys got? Because your borders have been way open way longer than ours have. You've been accepting Muslims for years. They don't want to come here because they killed a lot of us. And we still are seeking that retribution. What if they executed this attack on Israel to show everybody that doesn't matter if you have guns? And why did they fight to get the weapons from the Taliban? No, no, I'm just saying that that might be just one asking. of their, their motivations that because, you know, they want to take our guns away and we keep saying it. We're, I mean, we're not giving them up and we say that that's the one thing standing between us and tyranny It is, is, is the Second Amendment. It is. And yet in Israel now they're. Yeah, but in Israel, they have even stricter gun laws than they do here. Everybody has a gun, though. Everybody's not allowed to carry it around. True. It's not the wild west down there. You, you have to keep it in your house. You keep it in up. your house locked up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You're not allowed to walk around the street with it. Now, and there is, um, the only people that are allowed to walk around the street are soldiers are the households that are directly on the fence and they are designated specifically, yep. right? There are families generally without young children that live in the houses on the fence and they watch on the Gaza fence and they watch that's their job. And then they have two female soldiers whose job it is to monitor the fence all the time. The drones, the sensors, all of that. You know what happened to those two female soldiers? Yeah, they captured them. They de- they're they dead. Them. Yep. yep. And the, them through the, street. the household, the households that live on the fence line, they never pulled their weapons. They never said anything. They, they never, never said anything. Anybody. They never gave any heads up. They never did any part of their job. Nope. What the fuck happened? That's a lot of points of failure all at once. Bad. Yeah. I mean, under, understand the Israels, the, the Israelis, they have multiple. What's the word I'm looking Sensors. for? No, I'm th- like fallbacks. Like if one thing fails, something else steps up. Um, yeah, plans. They have. I mean, yeah, but multiple plans filtering back over each other exactly. so that they can 
cover each other's sixes. All the time. It's, it's a constant re revolving yeah. door of security. And they all failed all at the same time. It's weird how that How happened. does that happen? It hasn't happened in years, how yet come? it happened yesterday. The Iron, Dome, the Iron Dome didn't activate initially. What happened there? That's supposedly automatic. That is supposedly yeah. automatic. It opens the skies and it destroys anything inbound. Everything failed at the same time. The Iron Dome How is failed. that possible? The sensors on the wall failed. The drones failed. The people that were in position to do their jobs failed. The sensors on the wires that actually measure redundancy. the wire movement. Thank you, Leo. That was yes. the name. that was what I was looking Fail for. Fail safes, redundancy. Multiple yes. Redundancies. Yes. But the wire on the fence that sends a signal all the way back to the main camp in downtown fucking uh, Jerusalem. That failed. That failed. That wire is actually the one thing that's tripped off because it vibrates. Even if it vibrates a little, like when a tank's approaching it. It sets off the fucking sensor back at headquarters and everybody calls. Hey, is, are they coming? No, it's just us moving around. Oh, that's literally how sensitive the sensors are. Yep. You mean to tell me a fucking field mouse will trip that sensor that failed. That failed. I didn't want to know how, how does, how does it, how does everything fail? Yes. It does sound like Maui observe and learn exactly. Hmm. How does everything fail all at once? Yeah, no, no, that is exactly what's going to happen, Gus. You're, You're right. absolutely right. <clears throat> China's taking Taiwan, and you better watch out because the United States, we've got something brewing here. You are an idiot if you're not walking around armed right now. Mm -hmm. You are stupid. You need to, if you can't purchase a gun, go find a friend who's got a bunch of them. Uh, Mikey, you're not off. You're not far off there. I've already heard people blaming Russia for this, saying that Putin trained Hamas. Wouldn't surprise me. That Russia and Iran have been working together and that they trained Hamas and that this is Putin's fault. Wouldn't surprise me. Would not surprise me in the slightest. And all the neocons are like, have you seen, have you guys seen the meme that's been going around already? You know, pushing the button for, yeah. the, for the neocons. It's like, it's Russia's fault. We don't want war with Russia, but it's Russia's fault. We don't want war with Russia, but it's Russia's fault. Which one do you choose? Oh, no. Yes, it was planned. The whole thing was planned. Everything was planned. I think it was. Absolutely. Oh. Anyway. The computer went offline for a minute. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It'll I be mean, back. Those Just like our show. Cyber attacks. You know. Yeah. No shit. Good old Kevin McCarthy weighing in on, I don't know why. I don't know why. He's, he's not the speaker of the house. So. But, uh, you gave all that money to Ukraine and look what you did for us here, bud. Off you Good go. job. Now is the time for action. Now is America needs a five-point plan to meet this moment to help our ally Israel and to strengthen our own future. The very first thing we need to do is rescue the American hostage. President Biden's number one priority right now must be finding out how many Americans have been taken hostage and get them home. From last night to this, this morning, the number of American deaths have doubled from four to nine. This administration must also make clear that harming any American will result in the wrath of the United States. We cannot repeat what happened in Afghanistan. It must be clear that we do not negotiate with terrorists and no American will be left behind. 
Biden's policy on appeasement, including money for hostage deals, must come to an end. His policy has only emboldened terrorists. And handing over $6 billion to Iran only helps the cause. In explaining that to members of Congress, they said they had provisions to refreeze the money. This is a low clip, and there's nothing we can do about it. Sorry. He didn't really say anything anyway. He talked a lot about, he tried to sound presidential, and he sucks. He said, um, we need to rescue the hostages that are currently no, we don't. being held. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, and we do not. He, we, we he's, need, he's trying to get us into this war. We need to let the Israelis rescue the U.S. hostages that are currently being held. They are better at it than we are. Trust me on this, folks. Let them do it. Don't worry about them. It, we don't need to. We don't need to. We need, wow. The problem is, is that we, we've interfered. This is the problem when you interfere in foreign countries deals. You're fucked. You're fucked because you're getting involved in something you don't understand. You have no idea what we all think we know. All of us, but none of us fucking live there. We all think we know, but we don't fucking know. The point is these motherfuckers have been fighting for 2000 fucking years. Seriously. Go back to the Persians and the Jews. They were fighting. That was 2,000 years ago, folks. We're not going to go in there and bring peace. Why the fuck do you think that we can just walk into a country and bring peace well, like they so well. want it? It works so well in Afghanistan and Iraq. They don't want it. They want to fight and kill each other. Let them do it. Yep. Why are we so worried about them? Because let's say, you know what? Because three quarters of our Congress people hold dual citizenships between Israel and the United States. How about this one? I got a better one. We've got roughly 245,000 homeless veterans on the streets. Mm -hmm. Let's start taking care of them. That would be excellent. Let's start taking care about our homeless veterans. Let's start, start, start taking care of our homeless. Let's start taking care of our blue collar workers. Let's start taking care of everybody that's seeking a life of true enrichment. Let's stop this bullshit where we're helping countries that we don't understand the conflicts that they're in. And let's start focusing our attention on America. I guarantee if we do that, we're going to stop seeing all these, sh all this shit popping up all over the world because once they realize America doesn't give a fuck about anymore, they're going to start saying, well, maybe we need to get some peace because we're not going to get any more money. America's not giving it out anymore. The ATM machine is closed. Real, realize, again, this goes back to what Jesus said when he was flipping the fucking tables. Folks, this is simple. It's all about money. The devil gave us this, this money. That is what this is about. This isn't about, this is about scoring Iran got pissed off because Ukraine was getting their billions. That's what happened. Pretty much. That's exactly what happened. Iran was pissed because the deal they made with Obama, we stopped paying out on. Yes. Because Trump shut that shit down. Yes, Israel is a part of NATO. And by God. No, they're not. No, they're not? No, they're not. They're not a part of NATO. Israel is not a part of NATO. Okay. Because if they were a part of NATO, right now, NATO, NATO would be at be war. Yeah. We would be at war.
Israel's never been allowed in, into NATO because of the problem problems in the uh, in got in the Gaza Strip in the West Bank. Mm, okay. The point is, folks, we we don't know. You don't understand the fighting that's been going on there. Neither do I. It's been going on for two thousand years. We have no reason why each side hates hates each other. But what we need to do is get out of the fucking noses the fuck out of it and let them deal with their shit. They're big boys and girls, folks. They can handle it. Trust me. They're going to make a decision. They're going to finally realize, shit, war sucks. It's killing our young and we don't have any kids to repopulate the world. We're about there. Well, fuck, that's on you, bro. I'll stand strong with you. I'll support you. But I ain't going much further than that. This is something that's got to happen. We stopped it in 73. We've got to let it happen. It's got to happen. Israel and, and the West Bank are never going to be one until one of them win. And we just got to let it happen. Then there will be peace. Because there's not going to be one or the other. Either Israel's going to be gone or the West Bank's going to be gone. And I got a feeling Iran's going to be gone with that because this is going to, I don't know what Iran's thinking right now. The man, they're, they're pretty stupid, but yes, Griff, uh, actually it's like 99% of yeah. the Israelis are, are vaccinated, vaccinated, um, and boosted. It's like, I think 80% are double boosted. Triple boosted. They have a ridiculous number. Like their their compliance rate. Their is compliance off the rate chain. is off the chain. It it really is. Yeah. They're up like four, five, six. Seven. They're up six or seven jabs right now. And they're like my parents. Putin literally, or Putin, um, Bibi Netanyahu literally turned Israel over to Pfizer and said, "Use us as your petri dish. We'll be the testing ground for Pfizer exclusively for Pfizer." Mm-hmm. And and then said, "And we will test because." Israel is essentially a socialist medical state. Um, They said, we will test, do genetic testing on all of our people to see how the jab affects them. Hmm. They were just offered up like that. Sacrificial lambs. Hmm. Hmm. Like the blood sacrifices in the old days. Almost had them too. That bug landed on your arm. I was so close. I just barely missed him. You did the same thing to me the other day. Dude, I was so nice to you. I I just cut you. You just slapped me. Shit, everybody could hear it. (laughs) Fuck. And I missed the bug too. I'll have to do it again. (laughs) You suck. Oh, anyway. Yes, Netanyahu did that. Um, Then that's one of the reasons why he was about to lose his government. And now he won't. It's amazing. Amazing. Everybody in Israel is solidified behind the fact that Hamas attacked him. That's it. Jesus, get the fuck out of here. Next. All right. Next. You got to hit the button. I did, but the volume was You want to get high? We turned the volume down on It's about that time. Nuts. It is that time. So if you can do it, if you can smoke, it's legal for you. Remember, if it's not legal for you, I'm not recommending you do it. But for the rest of you fuckers, smoke it up. You got it. And it's remember, that time. it should be legal by the end of the year. I doubt it. I doubt it will be. No, you, nope. what happened is they because they can't they can't decide on what they're going to do about the military. I noticed that's a big argument. 
they already give it to the military. No, they don't. Well, all right, they give it. Active to duty does not get it. True. Active duty is the only ones who get no CBD, no marijuana, no nothing, no THC, nothing in there. Because remember, we've got to be tip-top shape. Supposedly, this makes you weaker. Really? You look pretty fucking strong to me. I don't know. <laughs> Weak my I don't ass. know. Weak my ass. Yeah. I don't know. Weed does some amazing shit for me. Just saying. You get stronger when I smoke it. Yep. Dude, I got some fucking guns going on. I wouldn't go that far. Dude. They're good, but they ain't that good. They're getting there. We're all moving to Tennessee. <laughs> Why did the rest of us have to buy rights to our Exactly. Seriously, we're all moving to Tennessee. Like, we already told the kids we're moving to Tennessee. We're arranging for the teenager to stay here and finish up his senior year, either living with his godfather or living with my parents for a year, and then we're all moving to Tennessee. The godfathers, everybody's coming with us. Yep. The, the, the godfathers, uh, her parents aren't, but... Well, my mom will once my dad dies, which won't take long. Yeah, I mean, he's already, like, what, six jabs in? Yeah. Yeah, so it, yeah. it ain't... It ain't but around the corner. But yeah, no, we're, I, I've been looking at properties, eastern, really eastern Tennessee. Yep. Um, I want to stay on the east coast for the most part, just for my parents, but I want to be further inland and I want to be a bit more north. And kind of up in the mountains. I want to be in the mountains, yes. And I want to be away from, the furthest away I can be from a military installation. Yeah, and Cisco, we are also looking for upwards of 100 acres. So... Cisco, if you're doing it, just let me know where you're looking, and I'll give you some hints. Yeah. And LG, you're always welcome to come, too, bro. Yep. You and Wix are always welcome. LG is Wix. Kirby's Chris. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yep, yep. Well, Wix and Gerby, you both are always welcome. Griff, these guns come purely from wrestling the fucking dogs every day. I tell you what, Annie pulls a lot harder than Seamus does. Horseshit. Except for when Seamus is like, oh, I'm going. And then you're just like, Seamus oh, almost go. ripped my arm off the I other know, morning. Well, I let go. I know you did. <laughs> I let go. I know. <laughs> and I normally hold on. But normally I'm also a little bit more prepared because I got two hands on his leash and I can jerk him back yeah. a little bit further cause a little bit more pain than you can every once in a while he's just like nope i'm going and that's it it's done he saw a squirrel the other morning we were out walking because i got to walk the dogs three days in a row it was yeah, it was awesome great. i got to walk the dogs friday saturday and sunday because saturday morning i didn't have an appointment until almost 11 o'clock 11 o'clock in the morning was my first appointment and i didn't have the first one so um i was out i walked the dogs with her friday saturday and sunday morning yep. so saturday morning we're out walking and fucking Seamus sees a squirrel and holy shit. He just, he took off. I ran with him. I stayed up with him for a hot minute and then he took a hard right. When he took that hard right, he almost took my shoulder right out of socket and I just let go of the leash. And I was like, holy shit, dog, you got some pull. Because when he turned, he gets so low to the ground. He pushes so hard. You can see his muscles. Like he, to say that he's kicking up dirt behind him is an afterthought. Yeah. He is throwing clumps of grass behind each one of his paws. <laughs> yes, he is. And that dog takes the foot. He has got some, 
his top speed, his like initial burst of speed oh, is amazingly is fast. He was literally this far away from catching that squirrel in his mouth. And I was like, holy shit, dude, you, you almost, almost had got him. that thing. And then I, I ran up. I told him to stop. He stopped immediately, sat down. I walked up. I grabbed the leash. I was like, let's go. I was like, dude, you almost got that thing. You were hauling ass. I mean, he took off flying. It was, it was impressive. Even any couldn't have kept up with him because when he gallops, you got to remember his six, three frame <coughs> extended lengthwise. He spreads out. Mm -hmm. When he actually, when he spreads his paws out, I bet it's more like a seven, four frame because when he spreads his paws out, he has at least a good foot and a half to two feet in front of him and a foot and a half to two feet behind him. He's no joke. He is fucking huge. And he's not done yet. I can't wait. Although he started the humping again today. Really? Which means that the We're heat close. is heat coming is close. really soon. Yep, it's right around the, rut is right around the corner. I just got, I saw the does out this morning. She rut got so is, mad. Rut is right around the corner. She's not quite there yet. So he tried to hump her and she got so mad. And she turned around and snapped at him. And then he got pissed back. And he, normally she hangs on his lips. Like she will literally put his teeth, put her teeth through his lips and hang on. Um, I'm constantly putting fucking all shit on his wounds, on his jowls. Cause she's grabbing on. No, he did it to her. And she was like, Oh, I oh saw yeah, shit. She has a, she has a little spot right there. Yeah. yeah that's oh, a yeah. puncture. Yeah. He got her. We got to make sure that that stays clean. Yeah. Cause he got her. Oh, and like he was dragging her and she was, Oh, it was, it was rough. Nah, I think that was kind of payback. I, I think that's yeah. a little payback because, you know, I got to give him this. He has dealt with her <laughs> hanging on to him for the longest amount of time now. And there's only so much you can take. Yeah. Like you get to a point where I don't give a fuck who you are. You finally lose it. It's over. You're done. Whatever happens after this point is on you. You have asked for this. I've been kind. My kindness is now gone. Yeah. This is where the F.A., and the FO split, especially because now she's about to find out. And she found out it'll, she fucked around at a level 10. She found out at a level 10. I mean, um, and dog speak. Yeah. She, uh, and she cock blocked him and he was really pissed about that. So Carrie Seamus is a 200 pound, 18 month old Irish wolfhound. 225 pounds. He's not there yet. Yes. Oh, no, maybe. no, he's 225. Anyway, Irish wolfhound, purebred Irish wolfhound. And Annie is an Irish setter. Right now he stands, he stands setter. four foot eight from uh, like the top of on, his head on four paws down. To, no. Yeah. Just, just yeah. on all fours. Yeah. Just from the top of his head down to the floor. He stands four foot eight. Yep. Right now. Yep. He will be probably much like his father. His father stood five, six uh, when he was just standing Which on four like paws. My height, literally, literally just below my head. <laughs> The, he could look eye to eye to me. Yeah. His dad standing straight up was over seven, seven, eight. They couldn't even measure it because he could just jump up above them on the wall. That's how big he was. Yeah. He was huge. And much like, you know what? It was kind of funny because when we got him, I asked her, I said, Hey, what food have you been? She's like, well, we use our own food at the farm. Mm -hmm. we started him the other night on this Purina shit. No, no, no. The only reason they did that because they didn't know what well, we were we going to feed. feed him. Yeah. So they wanted him used to it. And yeah. I was like, Oh really? 
And she's like, yeah, we use our own food. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if they use real food like you do and they breed their puppies with the real food, but yeah. right before they give them to the owners, they switch them over to a can. She's, she's like, that's why I only have like this one, two cases of canned food because we only start it like three days before the dogs go to the owners. Yeah. And then we, we feed them strictly canned food and they get used to it. And, uh, now that makes sense because he was all about the natural food. Yeah. He ate that shit up the first time we even put it in front of him. He always has from the beginning. Craziness. But I mean, wouldn't you? Would you rather have canned fucking gelatin, nasty, burnt slop over, you know, nasty burnt kernels? Or would you rather have hamburgers, like carrots, ground beans. beef mixed with rice and peas and carrots and green beans and basil and pepper and salt. That's literally what we feed him. Sweet potatoes, salmon. I mean, I make a good bit of food at a time. Um, and uh, it lasts them about a week, week and a half. It's no joke. They get a cup each on top of dry really fuck expensive dry food. But yeah. Well, anyway. it's not really expensive. It's it's the best we can do for what we can afford, and it's the most natural we can find. Yeah. So it's as long as it meets those categories and we know it's not shit, we'll feed it to them. That's the big thing. A yeah. lot of the times they eat fruit, though. They like they love grapes. Um, no, not grapes. Dogs can't eat grapes. No, or not grapes, but uh, apples. Yes. Because Annie loves apples. Yes. Because I always give my apple cores to them. Yeah. And they go nuts. And they love carrots. When, I, when, I, oh, when I'm shit. cutting carrots in the kitchen, they, they come and sit next side. to me because um, they know they get the ends. So, you know, I cut the ends off the carrots and I just hand one to either dog. And they just, they eat the ends of raw carrots. Same thing with the green beans. Just eat the ends of them. They love it. So. We have very little that goes to waste in the house because we feed a lot of it back to the animals, both the, the chickens, the chickens, folks, chickens are little dumpsters. You can feed them pretty much fucking anything and they will eat it. Yeah. They will evil. They will. If you take your chicken bones out there and throw them out there, they will eat those too. Yeah. They eat anything. So, um, feed every, if you've got leftover food, don't, we have a little thing that we take to the chickens. It's a, yeah the chicken jar. We yeah. put all our leftover scraps in the chicken jar and it goes back out to the chickens. That's it. You know, it was garbage day today. And mind y'all at our old house, before we went all natural, before we started, you know, basically not letting anything go to waste. We paid for a second garbage can. We had two garbage cans and those bitches were full every week, every Monday, every Monday. Yep. So today was garbage day here. And Usually we have the kids bring the garbage out, but um, we forgot last night they were sick. Well, the little one wasn't sick, but the older one was sick. And normally that's his job. So we were just like, go to bed. So I pulled the garbage this morning and I, I went and I put the bag of trash in the garbage can. And I was like, where the fuck's the rest of the garbage? That was the only bag of trash in the can. That one bag of trash lasted us the entire week. I mean, it was a big black bag, but lasted the it, for the entire one bag of trash for the entire week. That's insane. Who does that? 
So a lot of your stuff, I'm telling you, especially for compost, especially if you're a big gardener or a big farmer or, or you like a nice lawn, seriously, some of the best things you can do. And this is what really, this is okay. So you guys really want to know why my neighbor got my goat about the chicken so bad. That fuck stick now caused me to now I have to go buy fertilizer. Mm. I didn't have to do that before because I had chickens and ducks walking all over my yard, shitting everywhere. Yep. And it's great fertilizer for grass. You want green, lush grass, ducks and chickens will fucking do that. As long as you stop them from digging in spots yeah. or you let them dig in certain spots and not <laughs> in other spots, which is what I did. Dude, it is great. My grass was green. It was beautiful. Now I got fucking brown grass in one half of my yard. Yeah. The other half of my yard is enclosed. It's got this big fucking cage around it. And the goddamn grass in there is greener than shit because the chickens are shitting everywhere. Yep. So he is just a dick. I, just, a, you know, that, you know, he could have even enjoyed some of that because they were over in his yard shitting too. Yeah. That's what he was pissed about. That's really good for your grass, you fucking stupid, retarded piece of shit. There's a reason why grass grows greener around chickens. There's no ammonia in their shit, first of all, which is really impressive. But that's because of the, the rocks and the, they have like little stones and pebbles in their stomach. And that's what chews up their food. But well, we feed them that we feed them. Oyster well, yeah, they, they take like all that, that yeah. shit in and they keep all that shit in their stomach and they chew up the food with that. But the crazy part is, is all of that goes back into your soil, Yep, which is really fucking high in uh, all of the nutrients you want in your soil, especially like neutrinos, which right now we're having a real problem getting our hands on because ain't nobody trading with us anymore. We'll do that because they all went to bricks. So you're not going to see that high price, classy fertilizer anymore. Yeah. That nitrogen fertilizer, that nitrogen based fertilizer, that nope. shit's going away. Nope. So if you're not <laughs> growing beans in your yard, you're not going to have any nitrogen in your soil. Yep. Just to give you a heads up. If you're not aware of that, that's a big, that's normally where we get our nitrogen from. And unless you live in like Kentucky, um, like around the Clarksville area where they have tons of bean farms. And they're constantly, if you know what that really shitty smell in the summer is, that's that bean shit being spread back out in the fields. Yeah. And it works because it puts all the nitrogen back in the soil, which helps the beans grow 20 feet next year. Which is why you should plant beans with your tomatoes because it's a nitrogen fix in for your tomato roots. But I, I just like some of this shit is basic. This is what we used to learn. This is what my grandparents taught me. Not my parents. My grandparents did. My grandparents stopped and they said, hey, what are you doing with all these chemicals? Yeah. My grandfather was the one that constantly yelled at my father when he taught us when we cleaned the coffee maker to knock the, because uh, my dad had that like, I don't know if you guys remember it way back in the day, but it was that stand coffee maker. It sat in your kitchen on your, on your stove and it was three pieces. It was bottom pot, which was the pot. You had the middle part, which was the basket. And then above that, you put the water, the boiling water. So you boil water off to the side first, and then you'd fill that top pot. It would drip through and it would drip through into your bottom pot and you would get drip coffee. So my grandfather, every time he was over at the house, he would always yell at my father. He's just like, what the fuck are you letting your kids throw the goddamn coffee grounds away? Why aren't you saving them? He's like, what am I supposed to do with it? 
I saw one of these arguments like take place in front of me. Put one it morning. in your garden. And he's like, dude, put it around your house. <coughs> it keeps ants away. Spiders don't like it. Get this, that if you put coffee around your house, it also adds nutrients back to your soil. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, I don't have time for that. And this is when my dad was working constantly. And I, but I remember this argument because my grandfather told my dad, Hey, look. And then my grandfather took me out to my mother's garden. He's just like, watch, we're going to, your mother's fucking tomatoes are dying again. Watch this. My grandfather goes, we're going to take coffee grounds. Watch. We took coffee grounds. We shook them all over the tomato plants in two weeks. We had fucking tomatoes, huge growing off the side of the plants. Yep. Yeah, banana peels are, are great. Potassium as well. Don't throw your banana peels away. We have big jars like this one with banana peels sitting in water in them around the house. It drives them nuts. But everyone, you know, I'm actually making banana bread this week. And I'll take that jar of banana peels that I have and I'll dump it out. And I'll take that water. I'll dump it out all over my plants because it helps them flower. Um, that potassium is really good for it. And, uh, and then... Yeah, you can take uh, coffee grounds, banana peels, eggshells, and blend them up together. So you take those banana peels that were sitting in that water for all that time, and then you put those with the coffee grounds and the eggshells and a little vinegar to um, release the calcium in the eggshells. And you blend all that up together, and you put that in your plants. You're not throwing anything away. You use everything. You use everything. The only thing you throw away is plastics. And even that, like I'm now that it's salad season that I can grow salad outside. Um, and you've been asking what the fuck are you keeping all these jugs for? We're going to cut them all in half. We're going to poke holes in the bottom. We're going to put a little soil in the bottom. We're going to grow salad. I'm going to put them on the shelves on the outside. Put them on, uh, make greenhouses. <clears throat> exactly. Gotcha. That's, that's what, what I figured. Them. That's what I've been that's, saving them for. That's it's what I been, figured you were, yep. but I just didn't understand why we needed 29 of them on the fucking kitchen counter. That's well, yeah, all no, I was asking. <laughs> Um, you know, e even things like that, use everything, use everything. You literally can. Yeah. This is uh, to, to go from that much trash that we used to have. Yeah. And most of it was like bullshit, like wrappings, inner wrappings from cardboard boxes or something you bought at the store yeah. that now that takes up this much room. In. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was like, why are we throwing, what, what, what are we putting in the trash that, I mean, we got rid of a lot of shit. I get it. I mean, for like six months, we had a, a fucking trash bin that we were emptying the house from. Yeah. And it was uh, before that too, though. Yeah, that was even before we had, that we too. We had two yeah. trash cans for like for years, 10 yeah. years. Easy. From the time the kids were born. And now I'm trying to wonder what we throw away. Yeah. Um, beer, beer cans and wine that, bottles. I, I know beer cans and wine <laughs> bottles are definite. <laughs> That's really about it. I'm just saying. Oh, all right. Anyway, moving along with the bullshit news. Yeah, we went off the rails a little bit there, but you know what? It's more important than the distractions. True that. Anyway. Oh, there you go. Maria Bartiromo. And there you um, go, Tammy. That's Byron a Donald. great idea. Great idea. I'm saving all my Diet Coke bottles for seed starter containers. Excellent. That is a perfect over the lack of leadership. Some holes in the bottom. Yep. And and put your dirt in there, water it, put your seeds in there, and then slap the top back on there and put it out in the sunshine. You'll be fine. So you can also take those plastic bottles um and poke holes in them and put them in your containers, not too many holes. Um, and then when you do things like you take that potassium water from your banana peels, you put, you just 
you know, you take the cap off, you pour that water in there and it slowly drips out into your roots. So you're not just dumping all that potassium on it all at once. You're, you're letting it leak out slowly. So you just take a plastic bottle, poke like three or four holes in the sides and um, bury it in your container, like on the side of your container next to your plant. And then just every, you know, couple of weeks, fill it with whatever fertilizer, homemade fertilizer you're using and, and let it leak out into there. Do you remember Josh from Moonshiners? I never really watched that, but okay. Okay. So anyway, he, he got into a bad bike wreck. Long story short, I reached out to him on uh, Instagram because I he popped up in my feed because I used to watch. Because Brenda, you just said something that let me go ahead and just quell your little burn there, young lady. Um, I uh, already make my own moonshine. Um, I already brew my own alcohol. So I'm even past the beer part. I don't even want to deal with beer. I mean, though, we will have to go back to beer eventually because you do drink that the most. Yeah, but I'll just drink moonshine then. So then it won't matter. Yes, it will. No, it won't matter. Yes, yes, it will. No, because nothing else, there's, there's no way you're going to brew beer that would taste anywhere close to this. <sighs> it would all be acidic. It would all be taste like battery acid, just like all the IPAs and all the bullshit we okay. don't like. All right. No, there's no way. Trust me. There's no way. Mead, on the other hand, that would be something I'd See like to start brewing. Some honey mead. Yeah. I'd really like to start doing that. Yep. That I would enjoy, but we need bees for that. So you got to get working me some on bees. the bees. Yep. So with that, I make my own moonshine. I reached out to uh, Josh. He was in a bad <laughs> bike wreck. Um, and I just told him that I was an up and coming moonshiner and that um, I would watched the show for years. Cause you know how long I've been watching. Yeah. And that what, that's what encouraged me to build my own still in my backyard. And then uh, when I built my still, I realized how easy it was. And then I started, I, the one thing I shouldn't have done was started showing my friends how to do it because then they never bought any moonshine from me because they knew how to do it. But we're really bad with business models on this show, just so you're aware. Yes, we yes. teach you everything we know how to do. Yes. Um, anyway, I reached out to him and I asked him, I said, hey, I've heard in the background, there's a lot of on different boards and stuff. There's a bunch of different chatter. And I said, I heard that there was a, a manual that popcorn Sutton had. I said, I heard it was written down. There's a bunch of copies out there, but only you guys that actually have been there, um, actually have a copy of it. I said, how big of a pain in the ass would it be to get that copy or get a copy of that? And, uh, after he went and watched a couple shows, he, uh, he fucking emailed me back almost immediately. And he said, dude, for you, not a problem. Sweet. So I'm going to have a copy of the original manual that Popcorn Sutton left for all the original moonshiners in West Virginia. I kind of can't wait to read it because he also talks about growing his own wheat, his own barley. Which we'll be able to do in Tennessee. And he also talks about growing everything else he needed for making just his general homemade whiskey, which that is something that really interests me because I have yet to find a really good whiskey recipe. So this could be really fucking cool. I, I'm kind of can't wait for it. He was like, he had no problem with it. And I was like, dude, I've been a big fan forever. He's getting better. I hope he, he said he was doing better. Um, he was up moving around. He had a bad, uh, bad bike wreck. Um, I don't know, a couple months ago. 
and uh, he's finally out of the hospital. He's back home um, recovering. So Good. it'll be interesting. Griff, uh, Sparkle's your favorite chicken is a horny little bastard, and the big girls keep beating his ass. <laughs> he likes to fuck everything but his own. Seriously. He really does. He tries to fuck everything moving. Man. Anyway. And uh, our little big girls are even getting bigger now. <laughs> they're They're starting to pluff out. Oh, oh, yeah. The yeah. little big girls? They're yeah. starting to... the, the little hens yeah. that are coming up. And some of them that I thought were hens are like now popping a rooster tail. And I was like, shit, more fucking roosters. <laughs> no, we have like 13 roosters. Yeah, we have a shit ton of roosters. We, hey, you weren't exactly honest with how many <laughs> roosters you gave us. <laughs> some tells me we only got like four or five hens I from you. And the so. rest are, the fucking, rest are roosters. fucking roosters. Because here soon, I'm going to have some serious cockfights going on. Oh, they are. They fight all the time. It's very funny. This is going to be really. Yeah, but it's going to start soon to get Soon people bad. are going to start to die. Yeah, yeah soon, soon, soon we're going to have dead roosters. Yes. Yeah. They're going to fight Kill each other to the death. Yeah, they will do that when there's that many more roosters than there are hens, that's a, that's a rough one. But I just heard about this place in either Statesboro or I got to find out where it's the either, rooster rescue. Yes. I'm friends with them on Facebook. We might be taking a bunch there I, because we might be taking a bunch I, there. I just, we can't, or, I want it. Or we're going to take them to the chicken freezer farm. We're, we're going to, we're going to give Ziggy's? them, we're going to give them to Ziggy and let him process them <laughs> and send them back to us as chicken freezer, uh, frozen chickens. Yes. That might happen. That might that happen actually too. might happen faster than the other yes, one. I gotta I, be honest. I think so. And some of them are getting pretty fucking big too, but you can't have my Jack. No, you can't have Jack. No, Jack stays. Yeah. The big red, the big no, big ginger, the other big, ginger, the other big yes. ginger. That's my Jack. Jack. My yes. Jack. Yes. No, that's my Jack. Yes. Jack's the one that jumps up on my arm. Yes. Jack's awesome. He hasn't done it in a minute because his he's, talons he's are. But yeah. Yeah, Jack's a big He boy. got big. He's he gotten got to the big. same size as uh, Sergeant Buttercup, mm -hmm. which is scary because that's going to be the first alpha fight. Yeah. And we're going to have to put Jack in a cage here. So. It, it, or yeah. we're going to have to move Jack to the other side of the yard. Something like that. Anyway. Because we will be. When we get the new fence, though, we'll be able to technically. I mean, we could even section off one, one side and the other. With the, Jack is going to be Jack's going to be fencing. the one that goes after Buttercup and Buttercup's still limping. So that's just how he walks. He's always done that. I don't know why. I'm telling you, Jack's going to make an issue out of that. That's going to be his first weakness. Yeah. And Buttercup, or yeah, he'll be dead. I hope not because Butters will be dead. I love them both. They're so they're Butters. Yeah. I want to keep Butters. Yeah. But I want to keep Jack too because Jack is a fucking hell of a rooster. He really is. He is already squawking just as Butters goes, Jack goes. Yep. yep. And you can't almost tell the two apart now. Nope. Anyway. <sighs> the joys of homesteading. Mm. Anyway, we really can't wait to get our land in Tennessee. I'll tell you what. I got to fix this house up. Make it sellable. Again. Again. We just did that, didn't we? Uh, yes. Three years ago for the last house. Fuck. And it took me about a year to do. Fucking year to do. Uh-huh probably take me a year to do this one that'll be good timing so anyway all right back to the bullshit sorry folks yeah i was trying to keep us away from this i know but oh here's i know this dumb cunt here you go or in the middle east is heightening the concern over the lack of leadership in the house of representatives as you just heard sparking calls for an expedited nomination according to fox news is chad pergram after Speaker Kevin McCarthy was forced out of his job last week by all House Democrats and eight Republicans. Joining me right now with his insight into the Speaker's race in the midst of war, 
between Israel and Hamas is Florida Congressman Byron Donalds, a member of both the House Oversight and Financial Services Committees. Congressman, thank you for being here. Assess the situation for us today from your standpoint. Well, look, first and foremost, uh, with what's going on in Israel, Israel has our full support. Benjamin and Yahoo needs to do everything necessary to get all the hostages back, but also to teach Hamas a lesson. This cannot be tolerated. They have our full support. Now, on to what's going on um, with the Speaker of the House right now. Um, it's not really clear if the Speaker pro tem, Patrick McHenry, can even get the intelligence briefings to know exactly what is going on in real time. That limits the House's ability to do its job and its function should resources need to be made available to our our ally, Israel. So I believe that we're going to get through this Speaker of the House uh, vote uh, pretty quickly this week. Obviously, what's going on around the world is going to raise, uh, is raise tensions, but it's going to make the members get down to business faster uh, than I think would have happened without what's going on in Israel. Uh, who are you supporting for Speaker? I'm supporting Jim Jordan. I think Jim has the ability to bring our entire conference together, to be focused on the conservative principles that everybody in our conference wants to see accomplished. But also at the same time, Jim has been chairman of the Judiciary Committee. He's been on the conservative side of our conference, but he's also had a lot of dealings with the more moderate members in our conference, understanding what their issue sets are in their districts and trying to bring all that together while at the same time also being one of the chief uh, 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 litigators and holding the Biden administration accountable. I believe with where we are, it's time for a new a new look in House leadership, a new wave of House, House leadership. Jim Jordan is the person who can do that. Well, your role on the Oversight Committee has been critical in terms of move, moving these investigations forward. We have not talked about the investigation into the Biden family, influence peddling, charges of bribery, money laundering. Where does that stand? And can you tell us whether or not uh, it is in jeopardy, given this uh, lack of leadership in, in the House? Well, I don't think it's in jeopardy, but it definitely is slowed down because now that we're having to focus on choosing a new Speaker of the House, it's taking time away from those investigations. Uh, we had our first uh, impeachment inquiry hearing about a week and a half ago. Um, one of the things that really came out of that is that the witnesses all basically said the same thing, that based upon the information and the evidence we brought forward, they would all go and get more information. They would continue the investigative work. We believe that's going to help us win in court when we go and try to subpoena bank records, wire transfer information from members of the Biden family and from other businesses associated with Hunter Biden and Jim Biden. So the work is going to continue, but it is slowed down because we do need to have a new Speaker of the House. Uh, we are learning uh, that there could be Americans held hostage this morning in, uh, in, uh, in the Gaza uh, region. Uh, this morning, the U.N. ambassador was on Fox and Friends. He said that the uh, hostages' numbers are growing and that there are about 1,000 or dozens, dozens of people, he said, uh, who are Americans who are being held hostage. How does that change the, the story for you? And what do you want to see in terms of the assistance to Israel? Well, first, let me tell you, uh, I was actually contacted last night. I have 53 members of my constituency who are in Jerusalem right now. Obviously, they are panicked, trying to find their way to get back to America. If anybody, if you haven't been to Israel, in southern in southern Israel, by by uh, the Gaza border, by Gaza City, yes, it is a, it is really easy for them to come across that border. That's what we saw. We need to provide every assistance possible to Israel to get Americans back. And listen, let me be very clear with Hamas. Touch an American's head and see what happens to you. 
That's my position. That needs to be the position of the president of the United States right now. We need to get those people back and support Israel in every way possible to see that happen. I'm fucking pissed now. Why is that? You fucking... This is all a scam, folks. This is a scam against me. You ready for this? Did you just hear what they talked about? Thousands, no dozens of Americans being held hostage. Okay, understand who these Americans are, first of all. They're dual citizenship. Yeah. Because that's the only way you can live in Israel mm-hmm. and be an American. Mm-hmm. You have to, you're, you're only there for seven days. You're not living in Israel if you're doing what I was doing. You were in and out. That means my boys that I'm supposed to go fucking hunting with in fucking six weeks and two days are going to be gone. And they're going to be gone for the foreseeable future. And they did this shit last year too when they went to fucking Ukraine. They keep killing your hunting. Dude, that's not cool because we need fucking meat. I know. I was planning on going up there. We we already had. I already got the details. Well, maybe they won't be. They going. had the lodge and everything. Maybe they won't be going. I don't know. I don't know where they're at in the rotation. But if they're there, they're gone. And if they're not gone, they're training. Which if there means they're training, I'm fucked. Well, if they already have the lodge, then you can go anyway, right? Oh, this is true. Me, you, Dave, and yeah. We'll just take the retired guys. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I'll take the retired yes. guys. I'll be like, hey, it's not going to be a group weekend. It'll be a group group weekend, but not a group weekend. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Just take the retired guys. It's just going to be me and Dave and you and his wife. <laughs> That'd be fucking sick. Oh, well, we could take Dennis too. That's true. Yeah. Jake Mark. And Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Yeah. We'll go shooting. Yeah, sure. Definitely. That'll be fun. Fuck we'll yeah. I used to meet. Absolutely. All right. You got to understand this place, folks, they, this is a place that was donated back to the teams a while, a while ago. And, uh, we only, you only get to go there, um, unless you already have an active reservation, blah, 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 blah. So a buddy of mine, he organizes a hunt once a year for everybody to go. It's the one time where you can do on this property. You can fucking do anything. They don't care. They don't care. You can shoot rifle. You can shoot bow. Um, it's a stocked game preserve. Um, Basically, you go out there. You, I had the last time I was there, I shot six deer and 14 quail, 22 dove, and I don't know, I think I had six or seven raccoon. And raccoon makes good stew. I shot, uh, I, I forget what the other thing I shot was. I, I shot something else too. Um, but folks, this is just like you kill what whatever's out there. You keep whatever you kill. Uh, they have people there right there that process the food. Um, it gets put into coolers and you travel back with it. You get drunk while the food gets processed. Yeah, you don't. You, you get to kill it, but you don't have to clean it. Uh, no, you have to clean it. Well, but you, you don't, don't have, have to, to butcher it. You don't have to butcher it. Yeah. It gets butchered right there. And the guy who wins with most weight, he gets an added prize. I don't know. It's a bag of some shit, like survival shit. It's really cool. It's a lot of fun. Um, we go up there as a group. It's all my old team members, a bunch of guys that I used to know and a bunch of guys that we used to work with. And we go up there. We don't miss first of all. So there is tons of food coming in there. One of the longest weekends, the process, the processors worked for 32 hours straight to process the order 
that we put in the day we came back from the hunt. Mm. 32 hours straight, that's how much weight we killed. Yeah. And 90% of us didn't go up in a stand. We stayed on the ground. Yep. Yeah. We were fucking shooting everything. When's that? My birthday? Yeah, it's right. It's the end of your, it's the, the Saturday after your birthday and before yours, this to the Sunday before mine. Sweet. It's a whole week up there. It's yeah, it was, it's amazing. I, this place is fucking ridiculous. Folks, folks, I walked out there with a gun, just like the one I got my wall. Plus, um, I had a suppressor on it. So if you want to know why we were killing so many so quick, first of all, we had suppressors. Uh, we also had thermal imaging cameras on our guns. And uh, oh, fuck yeah. We were shooting them well before the bell even opened. Folks, I was walking around, You're capping totally them in the cheated. back of the head. I walked up on them and fucking shot them in the head. That's how I was very humane about it because they didn't feel anything. They didn't even know it was coming. They didn't even know it was there. Wow. All I right. walked up like the devil. Like Hamas. See, si. yeah, see, si, senorita, just like Hamas. Here you go. Here's a stump cock. We're also very, very closely uh, uh, coordinating with Israeli officials about the status of American citizens. We sadly know that a few have been killed. Uh, we also know that there are many more that are unaccounted for. We don't know where they are. We don't know what condition they're in. Uh, and nothing's more important to us than their safety and security. So we're going to stay lashed up with Israeli officials on that as well. We are also. Yeah, I'm sure you are. So I'm sure he's not. Byron Donald said, touch, touch a hair on an American's head and see what happens. And look at that. They they're you know, all those hostages are dead. I'm sorry. They're, they're not doing fucking hostage exchange. Folks think about this. Um, in Iraq, what happened? Oh, they cut the fucking heads off on TV. Do you think they're going to do that again? Yep. Who do you think they're going to start with? Americans. You think they're going to start with the Jews? No, nope. they're going to start with Americans because they're going to start with the Americans in this war. Yep. They want us. Yep, because they want the money. Where Americans go, money goes. And they got a they got they got reconfirmation of that when we pulled out of Afghanistan, like yeah. we did. Yeah, you want to know how bad that was for us? We're seeing it firsthand right now in Israel. Yep. Just saying. So this is the Turkish president. Okay, and this is in Turkish, so I'm going to turn this down so I can read it here. In Israel, Palestine, we are ready to Palestine at any price. We have two bases in Turkey. What do you want to bet they're gone? What do you want to bet they're out tomorrow? Because y'all know we we cannot not aid Israel if they ask for it. Can't do it. But only if they ask for it. They have to ask for it. If they ask for it, sure. If they don't ask for it, let Israel do Israel for once. Let's just say the fuck away from it. If, if Israel asks us for help, fine. That's That's a different story entirely. But make them ask for help first. And then, sure, 
But till that point, we need to keep our fucking dick beaters out of this bitch. We need to sit in the corner and color. Just let this happen. It's been going to happen for 2,000 years. Yep, except now we have nuclear bombs. We've we've we had we've always before. had the ability to destroy each other. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you use. You could use diseases. You could use they fucking chemicals. You could use. It doesn't matter what you use. It doesn't matter chemical, nuclear, this, that, or the other thing. It's immaterial. We just need to let this happen. This is like two bullies are going to fight on the block. Did y'all know that the Black Plague was a bioweapon? released on the gentiles mm. well, Chris just saying trying to avert their belief yeah the gentiles from god ah uh, so waiting for world war three. three looking at china this morning the communist party calling for an immediate ceasefire after hamas's attack on israel urging the parties to remain calm China's foreign ministry saying in a statement, quote, the fundamental way out of the conflict lies in implementing the two-state solution and establishing an independent state of Palestine. The international community needs to act with greater urgency, writes the CCP. Joining me right now is the Gatestone Institute senior fellow and author of The Coming Collapse of China and China is Going to War. Gordon Chang, Beth, with us this morning. Gordon, interesting to see China getting involved and uh, calling for a two-state solution. Your reaction? Well, of course, China is going to ask both sides to exercise restraint because yeah. Hamas is engaged in this brutality. The rape is just horrific, and uh, China won't condemn it. China won't condemn it because I believe it's supporting Hamas's attack. Remember, Hamas is a proxy of Iran. Iran, in many respects, is a proxy of China. China fuels Iran. It's Chinese money that is supporting this war and on, on the Hamas side. And I think we're going to find eventually Chinese arms will have been used by Hamas, although that has not yet surfaced. So we are seeing China's full-on support for this. And what we should be hearing from um, Beijing, as well as Washington, is, look, um, that Hamas needs to pull back, it needs to stop, and it needs to be punished for these brutali this brutality. And no doubt this is the subject du jour of the uh, delegation there from uh, Washington. Chinese President Xi Jinping meeting with that delegation of U.S. senators in Beijing this morning. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer told Xi, we understand that he was, quote, very disappointed by China's failure to condemn the attack from Hamas. Uh, Schumer is leading this delegation. It is six senators uh, in China this week. They're going to China, South Korea, and Japan. Gordon, what can get done, and what do you make of Schumer's response to Xi that we're hearing? Well, first of all, it's important to criticize China from Chinese soil. So I think kudos to um, Schumer for doing that. Um, the problem with this trip is a fundamental one, and that is that China is putting itself on a war footing. It is preparing to go to war. Um, the Senate should uh, be in session um, of passing critical legislation to get the United States ready to go to war. So these senators should be in Washington um, making sure that we can defend ourselves, our friends and allies. Um, nothing's going to get done on this trip. Uh, and by the way, I don't like the image that China um, tweeted out of this, and that was Schumer in a half bow to Xi Jinping. 
That's the image the Chinese people are going to see. That's the image that much of the world is going to see. I'm sorry, Gordon, what is it? What is the image specifically? Uh, you mean Schumer bowing to Xi Jinping? Yeah, there's a, there's a still image, and you just saw a video portion of it, of Schumer in a half bow uh, when uh, he met Xi Jinping. I don't yeah. know what it is yeah. for Americans, but they just can't help but showing that they are supine when they meet the Chinese leader. Yeah, and, and, and this is just one more trip on top of four other trips that the administration has taken to Beijing uh, to try to uh, improve relations, I guess, Gordon. What is the point of all of this as the Communist Party keeps sending uh, massive uh, signals of aggression? Whether it be the you know the the surveillance balloon or the uh, or, or the bullying of our uh, uh, ships and planes, and, and yet we keep going back there. Yeah, the administration has shown desperation to try to establish a communication channel with a regime that has no interest in sharing the planet with us, which in effect is had for decades. Well, for for years has been uh, planning to go to war in, on America, yeah. and with fentanyl has been killing Americans to you know maybe seventy seventy five thousand last year according to preliminary CDC estimates. So we yeah. think we're at peace, and that because of that, um, we can lose our country. Yeah, and, and in the meantime, we are now dealing with war in the Middle East. The Department of Defense announced it was deploying the Ford Aircraft Carrier Battle Group. It includes an Aegis cruiser, four Aegis destroyers. Uh, so, so the administration is is pushing back, showing solidarity with Israel. Uh, President Biden told reporters on Friday that he expected uh, to meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping in San Francisco next month, Gordon. We don't know whether or not this meeting is uh, is up in the air or whether it is on. But here's the president on Friday. Watch this. Got to get your reaction. President, what are the prospects for a meeting between you and President Xi of China in San Francisco next month? There has been no such meeting set up, but it is a possibility. Uh, no commitment there, Gordon. We just don't know. I mean, this is up to the Chinese, let's face it. Yeah, and, and uh, President Biden should have said, as long as the Chinese are killing Americans with fentanyl, as long as they are preparing to go to war on America, as long as they are stealing our intellectual property, as long as they're behind COVID, there will be no meeting with China. We will impose the most severe costs on China to protect our friends and allies, and we will get justice for the American people. That's what Biden should have said. That, that, is so, that is so spot on, Gordon. How does this war in the Middle East change things in your view? You talked at the beginning of our interview here about support, indirect support, but support nonetheless. So maybe it is direct support from China on Iran. Yes, and it mirrors what China's been doing with Russia and Ukraine, where China is uh, supporting the Russian war effort across the board, did it from the very beginning of that conflict. The Biden administration kept on saying, well, you can't provide lethal aid. Well, the Chinese provided lethal aid from the very beginning of that conflict and didn't do anything. And so, of course, the rest of the world sees the fecklessness and the feebleness of American policy. We are one of the weakest countries in the world right now. And, and the Chinese, the Russians, the Iranians, they all see it. We are seeing conflict not only in Ukraine, but across North Africa, where China and Russia are fueling insurgencies that look like war. We now have a war in the Middle East, which will spread. 
I think that we are in the beginning of an era of constant turbulence, which could be the beginning of a global conflict, because this is spreading very, very fast, Maria. Very fast. And this goes back to bad policy. It feels like our adversaries began. Can you pause that? Yes. Because um, that was the point I wanted to get to. Hey, tell me something. Yep. Mogadishu. Mm. We were there October 3rd, 1993. We lost 21 really good Americans. Mm -hmm. um, two were captured. We got them back. But did you guys know that Mogadishu is the same way it was before the Americans? Do you know that they got war tribes again in Mogadishu? You don't. You don't want to know why? Because the Biden regime doesn't release that news to you. Mm -hmm. Do you know that all of Western Africa right now is blowing up? It's like a, it's like a matchbook stick, like just catching fire to like a match being thrown out the window yeah. carelessly on a road. And it just lit up. The whole Western side of Africa is going absolutely apeshit from bricks to Nigeria to what's going on. And that's more central Eastern Africa than so much Western Africa. The entire but world is on fire right now, except for us. And it's coming here soon. And I mean, both literally on fire and figuratively on fire with war. Mm. Just saying, peeps. Wake the fuck up. Tell your people, wake up, get your guns, start. Sh you know what? I I'm to the point now where I don't give a fuck anymore. You can look at my property, say whatever you want. I don't give a flying fuck. Look, I'm not going to be the one left short. I'm not going to be the guy that's left with nothing. I'm going to be the guy with the ability to survive and the ability for my family to survive that's what I'm going to be no matter what. I will be that way till the day I die. That is, there's no way that you can count on, I've watched the government work. There's no way that you can count on anybody else in the government doing their fucking job. Sure. Trust me. I screamed about it. Every promotion I ever got, I fought for. Why? Because I had to do it. It was my promotion. It wasn't anybody else's. Folks, you got to take care of yourself the same way. It's not about anybody else now. Now it's about you. The only reason you should be hungry is because you're lazy. That's it. Shouldn't be any other fucking reason out there. That's it. You know how to grow your own food. You know what you've got to do. If you're not stocked up by now, it's too late. Yeah. You might be fucked. Yeah. If you're not ready to go right now, if you don't understand what your 90 day food supply is and you don't have it right now, you could be fucked. That's no bullshit. I hope you're good at foraging because you got to be. And you got to be quick to pick up all the other shit we've been laying down for a hot minute. Because when there's no power and there's nothing else, what are you going to do? What is your plan? And if nobody else has asked you that question, I'm asking it to you now. Answer that question to yourself with no bullshit. Remove all emotion out of this. There's no power tomorrow. 
What are you going to do? What are you prepared to do? What do you have that you can facilitate life for as long as you need at your current location before you move to a fallback location? Where is that fallback location? Have you even thought about that? What are you going, what are you going to do? Because literally for us in this country, unfortunately, I have to say this, our lights can be turned out like that. Yep. What do you do? I hate to end on such a sour note, but what do you do? If you can answer that question, you're what I would call a prepper. And God bless you, sir. Or ma'am. God bless you all. Mm -hmm. But God bless you, sir, ma'am, because you've already done the research. You already know what I'm talking about. You see the writing on the wall like I do. Yeah. I know there's a lot of us out in this community that don't believe the same. Hey, I see not good things on the horizon because mankind can't get their head out of their own ass. That's what I see. Take it for what you will. Either way, she'll be back tomorrow morning at 8.30 for the good book. Tune yeah. in. Start you your day off me. right. Start your day off right with God because that's where you should start your day every day. Changes the whole day. Really does. Um, and then after that, you can go get angry with Leanna at 9.05. No, she is not on tomorrow. Oh, she's not. <clears throat> I, no. See, I, I didn't tune in today. She is not. She's off tomorrow and Wednesday. Oh, okay. She's uh, she's taking some personal time. personal pampering days. Yes, madam. So she's getting gardens ready, shit ready to rock and no, roll. No, no, no. Like she's literally getting her hair and makeup done and getting a massage. She's taking personal pampering days. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Touche. Well, then in that case, she's not getting shit ready to rock and roll. She's going to be looking like a million bucks. Yes. Get it. Got it. Good. So yeah. don't check her out at 9 to 5 tomorrow morning. Either way, we'll be back tomorrow night. Remember, tomorrow, early, early show, 5.15, pre-show starts, 5.30, the regular show starts. We only do it because Josh comes on early, mm -hmm. and uh, we, we, we're we on his channel, so we got to give it But that means since Liana's not on tomorrow, there's no conflict to go watch Vince on Morning Coffee at 11.30. There you go. You so, can always check them out over on Pill.net. Pill.net, and I believe he's also on Rumble as well. Yeah. So either way, for Mick and B-Lynn, you guys have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Um, hopefully, it'll be more peaceful. Doubtful. Doubtful. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace.
They know where to find me. I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a whitey. I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be Teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty South With a truck seat high And he straight pipes loud Sit your ass down, we done talking, fuck around and find out. Love my country. 